Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks in the Sales Chat Show studio. Opposite me is Mr. Phil Jessen and I'm Simon Hazeldean. We're sadly lacking our esteemed colleague, Mr. Graham Jones. He was with us this morning recording some episodes, but his administrative duties have beckoned and he's had to whisk off down the M40 motorway um, back down to his students this afternoon, leaving Mr. Jessen and I free to record whatever episodes we want. So heaven knows where we'll go. Um, This episode is called, If You Fail to Consider These Three Things, Your Negotiation Will Suffer. I'm a a big believer in the rule of the the seven Ps. Uh, Prior preparation and planning prevents particularly poor performance. That's the clean version. The the clean version. Some of our listeners may know a slightly more rude version, but we like to try and keep the party clean at the the sales chat show. Um, So, planning and preparing for negotiation. Yeah, of course quite a complicated subject potentially the more complicated the negotiation probably the more complex the planning but I think there are three things Phil that I'd like to offer you uh, to for your for your consideration um, for our listeners in terms of planning for the negotiation well you crack on having written many a book on subjects so what, you what's s- your what's your first one first thing I think is is you need to be really clear on your overall objective for the negotiation or indeed in or complex multi-stage negotiations your objective for each step so this would be a broad goal for the for the negotiation which would obviously not only what you want to achieve but also how will you know when you have achieved it so one of the most proven things in the field of psychology I'm sure Graham would challenge this if he was here as our internet psychologist but he's not uh, it is well set targets and goals improve improve people's performance and I think having real clarity over what you want to achieve and writing it down is an absolutely critical first stage for any negotiator on the back of having trained probably tens of thousands of people to negotiate when we do simulations negotiation simulations I have one exercise where I give um, Uh, four people four different targets and they negotiate with four other people the um, and it's an employer employee job uh, negotiation so the employer has exactly the same budget for all four of the different negotiations so the people playing the four employers all have the same budget the four people playing the employees have a different target that I set them and time and time and time again the people who I give a lower level target to come out with a lower level result. The people that I give a higher target to come out with a higher result, despite the fact the available budget being identical. So incredibly strong correlation between what you're aiming at, but also what you think is possible. That's the other thing. You often restrain yourself sometimes when you're negotiating. So first thing, really clear about what you want 
I can remember a um, negotiation I did years ago with my boss where we had a very clear idea of our objective, but it was, uh, it was fairly obvious early on that we weren't going to get it. And my boss looked at me and I looked at him <laughs> and then he looked at me and I looked at him and we were both doing that, well, go on then, type of moment. And clearly yeah. what that illustrates is that although we had an objective, we didn't have a secondary objective, or as some people call it, a retreat objective. Where yeah. are we going to go in the negotiation if objective one, the main objective, is not possible? Well, this is this is where I'm kind of going next. And the second thing is, yes, that's an overall objective, but let's say you and I enter into a negotiation, uh, particu particularly at the earlier stages, some of those objectives are going to be based on the evidence or the information or lack of that we've got now. So going in, I think it's very important to have a range. Now, what you will have is potentially a range for the overall objective, but also there may be four or five different negotiable issues. Sometimes these are called shopping lists. So it might be contract length, it might be what's in scope and what's out of scope, uh, payment terms, for example, timing, etc., etc., And for each of those, and also for the overall, we need to have some sort of a range. Um, there are a couple of models, there's, there's, in fact, there's many models, but a couple of the more popular ones is LIM, like, intend, and must, and the other one is best, target, and worst. Different, different schools of negotiation tend to favour different, different ones. They're all pretty much the same. So the like or the best is your realistic but ambitious hope if it had a really really good day things went really well your like would be a really great result you'd be you'd be jumping up and down in the customer's car park if you got your if you got your like your intent excuse me your intent or your target would be a realistic figure based on historical factors, economy, marketplace, is a, is a very common landing zone mm. that you could hope to get. And then your must or your worst, this will be the worst you are going to get. If you don't achieve your must or your worst, this is kind of also very similar to, you would walk away. These are red lines, as politicians mm. have yeah, been calling them Yeah, red lines, as it's been possible to say. If this is walk is also very closely linked to your walk away point or your plan B or your contingency plan. So if you if you don't get your must, you must walk away. Now you may not walk away entirely, but you may walk away from the deal as it sits now, go back to the ranch, have a conversation, see if you can see if you can re-engineer it. Somewhere between the like, intend and must, the best target and worst of both parties we're likely to be able to do some sort of a deal. but So the like should be ambitious, that stretches you and, and makes you look at maybe doing more than you thought, but the must protects your bottom line and is actually a good source of, a mm. good source of power. Very good also to have a plan B or what um, William Urey from Harvard referred to as the BATNA, which stands an acronym standing for the best alternative to a negotiated agreement, plan, plan B, good, good source of power. And then within that, um, within those things, I mentioned there may be some items on the shopping list, so contract length or payment terms. Negotiations will often have some form of trading or some form of concessions. I give Phil some of what he wants, Phil gives me some of what I want. So maybe Phil, Phil is asking because his company is quite 
heavily borrowed, cash flow very important. Phil's going to say, um, we'd like 60 day payment terms and I'd, I'd um, like to give 30. So if, if I give Phil 60 days payment terms, what do I want to get back in return for that concession? If I give you this, if you extend the contract to three years rather than two years, then I could consider looking at payment terms. But also, what's it going to cost me? So for every concession you make, what is the cost to your organisation for giving Phil? If it's a three-year contract, what is the financial impact on my organisation of extending his payment terms to 60 days rather than 30 days? Right. And am I getting that value, equal or greater value, back in return for doing that? And the second part of concession planning, I think, is thinking of what that is worth to you. So what is my concession worth in customer terms, not necessarily in my, in mm. my terms? Mm. So three things probably. Overall, overall objectives, ranging, like, intent, must. Yeah. Um, concession planning. What are you going to get back in return for everything that you, if you do concede? And also, what's that cost you, but what's it worth to the customer? Mm. I think those, if you plan around those three things, amongst others, obviously, you're not in a bad place for most for most negotiations. Yeah. Any thoughts on uh, on those? No, that's, uh, that sounds good. Uh, you've, as I said, you've written some good stuff on this, and that's very uh, concise and well put over. Okay, good, good. So those three things there for you, folks. Um, being better planned and prepared than the person you're negotiating with. Good source of power, good source, good source of confidence. And I think my top tip would be please plan and write these things down on paper or record them. You know, feel free to use Word or OneNote or whatever. It, it appears very clear when it's inside your own head. Try getting it down onto a piece of paper, be that you know handwritten or digitally. Then you find out whether you've got the proper negotiation clarity or not. So those three tips for you folks from negotiation. Uh, 140 plus episodes now from the Sales Chat Show from wherever you get your podcast, wherever you subscribe to your podcast. Please subscribe to Sales Chat Show. New episode coming out every week. And also our new chat box. Uh, facility. Uh, many of you will like binging box sets of TV shows and programs on things like Netflix. We're going to give you the ability to binge listen to episodes from the sales chat show by going to our chat box feature. So we've already got one up on negotiation. So if you want to listen to it, if you've got a big negotiation coming up and you want to go through a whole lot of useful content before you go in there, look for chat box at the saleschatshow.com website. So that's been Simon Hazeldean and Phil Jessen. We just want to wish you good luck and good negotiating, folks. You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 